Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Anchored Podcast. Happy Thursday morning to you if you happen to listen to this on Thursdays right when it's released. I know that's when we're all expecting you to. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. So good to see you. I am Paul Allen here with Jennifer Dooley and William Bishop, three dedicated staff members that get to serve together, that laugh together, cry together. And then we come together for a podcast to encourage whoever is out there listening, basically on building disciples at home, which has a lot to do with how you're doing personally. If you're an adult listening and a parent, then your health, mentally, physically, spiritually, especially, is so important to that discipling process. It's easy to get your eyes on your kids, on your family at large and say, how do we do this? But really, it all comes back to you. So uh, today we're going to be talking about stress, which is certainly something we all deal with. We talked about anxiety recently, fear and worry and anxiety. We dealt with that. And so this kind of spills over naturally into maybe talking about stress, a little bit of a different angle. Let's talk about how we're doing just for a minute. It's Christmas time for us. Uh, you know, it's probably January or whenever this actually will be released mm-hmm. post-Christmas. But this is, we're right in the midst, like what, 16 days until Christmas? I believe so. so how y'all doing with that? Mm, that's got me stressed out. I haven't bought a single, a single gift. I used to do all my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. My dad does that, yeah. or used to. That I used is to, incredible. I used to love that crowd of people because we understood each other. We're like, yeah. we're not, you know, we're we're down to like business. We're not shopping. We're getting stuff, staying out of each other's way, respecting each other in the checkout lines. There's a certain crowd of people that shops on, on Christmas Eve. What percentage do you think is men? 98. Yeah, 99, <laughs> 99, 98%. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I've been... We're, we're getting smart this year because it was such a stressor last year with my older brother has two boys now. So that's four gifts between him, his wife, and his two boys. Yeah. My girlfriend has three brothers, a sister, four brothers, a sister, uh, stepdad, a mom, stepmom, dad. I have two parents. I have three brothers. Did I you was, just get everybody gift cards? No, I didn't. You taking a loan? I wanted to, you know. Yeah. You know, I'd be smart and give them something meaningful. But one helpful thing I learned that was Dave Ramsey has a great point. He said, you know, Christmas is not a surprise. It comes every year December 25th. And so it took me a long time to learn that. And we finally started like funneling money over to an account we don't even see. Genius. 20 bucks a a paycheck. And by the end of the year, like, oh, there's our Christmas money. I forgot Mm -hmm. that was even there. What did y'all do? We just bought everyone tons of gifts. I mean, we we started (laughs) in, I mean, we probably started Thanksgiving week last year. Yeah, and we went to that big blowout sale they do down there on uh, on the highway behind Close Us Travel over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, we bought yeah. tons of gifts over there. I've never been to that. It's great. I bought mm. some gifts there this year too. Actually, now I just remember I only bought one gift. One gift over there. Went up to Linux to buy Paul something and almost got shot. Yeah, that was that. a great time. Had to sneak out the back of Victoria's Secret. I think you should make gifts. Tim and I did that when we first got married. Like we didn't want to spend a lot at Christmas or anything. And so, like, one year we did, it has to fit in a stocking. And the next year it was, you have to make it. And so that was, that was fun. This we were, year, we, we drew names. It was perfect. Yeah. That's smart. So it, it cut my siblings, you know, from buying eight gifts down to buying two gifts. And then her, Emily's little brothers are still young or we, like, actually want to buy them stuff. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's a lot easier this year. I'm not stressing it nearly as much. Good. Good. Until I read that it's 16 days to Christmas. I'm like, well, now I'm stressing. Yeah, it's coming quick. 
Sure I started is. on Prime Day. When was Prime Day? We've talked about my love for Amazon. Did you lie? I started I, then. I don't have it calendared, but I it's need usually to. around my brother's birthday. That's the Prime, only way. Prime day. Don't judge me, people. <laughs> you know you were on Prime. Yeah, I on got that two day. holidays. I got Jeep Day and Prime Day. <laughs> yeah, those are two good ones. It's important. Several of our Christmas activities are postponed now until January. We had a death in the family. And so some of the stress from Christmas has been changed to other emotions. Christmas can be a really stressful it, it can time. Be. It starts out so nice. You're like, yes. I can't wait for the first Christmas party. And then you realize, wait, there's one every weekend or, or, or you know, two and family gatherings. And it's just, yes. I guess everybody's trying to crunch in everything to the end of the year. Everything's due. I don't know. It's fun. It really is, but mm-hmm. it can be stressful. It can be. Well, let's talk about it then. Let's jump into stress, I guess. You know, let's talk about what stresses us out mm-hmm. uh, at this point in our life. I'm a big fan of avoidance and procrastination. And those are two things that lead to stress. But I will be honest, I don't really know that I get stressed sometimes. It's like I just avoid it and avoid it and it's there, but I'm not going to worry about it. Part of this conversation is definitely going to be like, how do you deal with stress? Yeah. So if you're not a real stressed person, I mean, we all mm-hmm. we all are, yeah. you know, like I said, it's just part of our culture, kind of walk around stressed. But what do you do to manage that kind of? Mm-hmm. Well, some of the things like with the Christmas parties and the Christmas gifts, I'm a big list person because if you're dealing with more than one person in a family, you have to be on the same page of we have this on Friday night and this on Saturday. So I will say with Christmas so far, that's really helped this year. And just in general. Lists and calendars for sure. Yeah. yeah. Very, very practical, helpful stuff. Mm-hmm. William, what stresses you out right now? I mean, I don't think I have like a reoccurring stressor in life. There are certain things that just kind of flare up and cause me stress. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I can go back to college, like assignments and schedules and exams and stuff like that would stress me out because I was a massive procrastinator. Mm -hmm. So I could get, you know, six weeks into a semester and already have like a 14 in the class because I've turned one assignment in and then I make lists. Yeah, I would, I used to have sticky note lists all over the office in my house with, you know, Greek two assignments that got to get done in a week. And then, I mean, there was like 12 assignments on there and, you know, Hebrew assignments on another sheet. And I mean, it was, it was terrible. You might be wondering, well, what's this really have to do with, you know, discipling our kids mm-hmm. at home? Uh, to me, a ton. Yes. Because I think the procrastination, yeah. the avoidance, the stuff we bring on ourselves by overcommitting and doing too much definitely would hinder yeah. discipleship opportunities. I found that uh, for myself, you know, the whole to-do list, the the goals and writing that down in a book that I constantly see keeps the stress level way down because then it begins mm-hmm. to feel manageable. I guess stress comes when we feel like we're not able to manage all that's on our plate. Let's talk about procrastination because we all three okay. mentioned that. I think yeah. that's really common. And that's something our kids deal with. When we're talking about trying to, to build kids that become incredible adults or raise kids that become incredible adults, we don't want them to procrastinate. We want no. to learn to not do what we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We struggle. I mean, these are just you know basic things that every family will probably deal with at some point is just getting out the door on time, you know, in the morning. So um, we have really been working with our kids. And and again, when we talk about discipleship, it doesn't necessarily mean that we are in the Bible 24-7. It just means, like you said, building good adults. Like when they come home, we've started really emphasizing, this is where your lunchbox needs to go. You put, Mm -hmm. if you had a any kind of dish in your lunchbox, you put it straight into the sink. We don't need to 
Let it sit in the book bag over the weekend, that kind of thing. Take out your agenda, take out your folder. Let's look at what we have. And then the next morning, everything's ready to go. Um, You don't have to struggle with, oh, I need to find my, oh, I need to find my, where was this? Where was that? Those kind of simple things. And and I know that doesn't seem like procrastination, but if you're waiting until you're going out the door to do it with your children, that is procrastination. Right. So that's one thing, honestly, right now, this week that we are working on at my house. That's huge. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, we're saving stuff until later. I mean, to transition into like the adult realm, like your kids, yeah, they're definitely going to procrastinate with stuff like that. but. If you're a parent and you're thinking, oh, I can get that done when I get home or I can just pull away for, you know, an hour and get that figured out. You might, you might be able to do that, but think in essence what you're doing is saying, I can take an hour from my kids to get this thing accomplished Mm -hmm. later on so that I can enjoy this hour now. You know, I can extend my lunch now and I'll just figure out that, you know, whatever paperwork or whatever thing you Mm -hmm. have to do instead of doing back to the office and getting it done or, or buckling down while you're in the office to get it done before you leave work. I have three very close family members that are teachers. And one thing that they're all very adamant about is that grading gets done before they leave the building. Mm, they're not coming good. home with that because it's a nightmare. If you get your kids running around and they're trying to hang out with mom, but mom's trying to grade papers, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So I think if you procrastinate on that and you go, oh, just get it done at home. I can pull away in the basement for a couple hours. You're just intentionally yeah. saying, I'll take some hours away from my children and my family to get this job done versus buckling down and being studious at work. And you never know what's going to happen before you get to that hour. Yeah. With procrastination of any kind, you don't know what's going to come up. So, I mean, that's like a no brainer, but it just helps me to hear it and hear and understand that procrastination is basically not doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. It's time debt. Yeah. It's just taking out a time credit card and saying, I want to enjoy this now, but I don't have the time for it. So I'll just swipe my time credit card and I'll pay for it later. Right. And a lot of times we'll replace, we'll even make ourselves busy so that we don't have to do. Yes. What you know, we take on more. Debt, oh, I was that way. I was the worst at that because yeah. I would feel productive, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had a mm-hmm. huge paper due in school, so I'm gonna clean my room, yeah, clean exactly. the bathroom, my yeah. car. I'm gonna get some dishes done. Yeah. By the end of like, oh, I've just worked so hard all day. Yeah. But I've done the yeah. one. I've done everything but the one thing I needed to do. Which goes back to the goal setting, mm-hmm. because if your priority is to do your paper, all of those other things are just in the way of your goal. Yeah, goals are goals are huge. Um, and then figuring out a way to reach those goals is we've talked about that on mm-hmm. one episode, but that yeah. is really what we do with procrastination. We, for whatever reason, you know, we, we, we probably perfectionism is yeah. another big reason. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we, we procrastinate and it's a whole separate issue is mm-hmm. that you, you, like William was saying, almost like you want to have the everything perfect. So you, you know, clean your room first and pay all your bills and, you know, get everything done so that now you can focus on that and you never stop to focus on that. And I know that that's something we have to teach our kids is yeah. if this is priority, you've got to find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, with making your lunch at night, if you're going to make your lunch, you can't do it past bedtime. You got to be in bed. So, Hey, guess what? That's create, we create stress sometimes yeah. for our kids trying to teach them to do what they're supposed to do yes. when the, the best logical time to do it. Mm-hmm. Very true. Perfectionism. Either y'all deal with perfectionism. A little bit. Well, I mean, I'm just perfect. So, <laughs> I don't deal with right. it. I just am. You just have to handle it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, in some elements, I deal with perfectionism. Sure. Like, in what I, this sounds dumb, but in what I do, like, um, not necessarily like paperwork or the back end of things, but the on stage time and like the yeah. preaching and the sermons and stuff, I'm a very analytical perfectionist. Like, I don't, I don't always prepare 
in the essence of a, of a perfectionist. Like I'm not spending 50 hours just stressing over the words, but after I'm done, I will review yeah. intensively. Yeah. Um, um, anything that goes out in paper, like in print, it, well, or digitally, if somebody can look back at it, I, I need that to be perfect. I need it to look nice. I need the font to be right. The colors to be right. That's where my perfectionist tendencies yeah. come out. And we've talked about it too in the more ethereal stuff, like a perfect family picture. Or oh, the, yeah. yeah. You know, the kids behave in a perfect, you know, mm. way at church or wherever. Yeah. Keep it a clean car, you know, make it, there's so many <laughs> things we do that we're saying, you know, we want to present this image. Yes. And so we put that perfectionism on ourselves too. But going back to, I guess, stress, you know, I, th- I think what we've hit on about a few things to help the list, the calendars, you know, sticky notes, reminders are great tools mm-hmm. to have. I mean, I love that my phone now, I can just simply, I mean, if I'm like afraid I'm going to forget something, I can just tell my phone to remind me yeah, tomorrow nice. at 830. And well, hey, it's there. Mm-hmm. I like you know? it because you can do it. Remind me when I get home, Yeah, you, you know, with the to, address. I like that. All sorts of different ways that the phone is now able to alert you and remind you and, and help you focus. I mean, that's yes. the new the new thing on the, the iPhone update was yeah, focus, yeah. where it's supposed to shut down all these apps when you get to work or whatever to keep mm-hmm. you from being I turned that off. distracted. Yeah. yeah. But there's ways to get more and more focused because what, what William said earlier, if you do what you're supposed to do, if you kill it at work, mm-hmm. you're free to go home and deal with the other things that create stress that you can't control. And that's where yeah. I kind of want to go next in, in a minute there. But, the, you know, dealing first with the stress we can control is mm-hmm. so very important. Yeah. Um, and procrastination is a big one. I, I got a good example recently from my, my son who's in college now and learning to handle exams and time management. And he saw something I did uh, in my office with some note cards up on the wall that have kind of what I need to do each day. And he took that and has adopted that and done it way better than me, honestly, because he just puts one big, one or two big things on each day that have to get done. Hmm. And with exams, you know, I asked him how it's going. He shot me a picture of that up above on his board there that he has to see to remind him that this is the main thing this week. Hmm. I mean, of course, he's in college and, and, you know, he's got less responsibility than he will one day when he, you know, probably has a family and all that going on. But to be able to really focus in on what's important today, make sure that gets done. I know our full focus planner thing, that I'm like a spokesman for just because it's helped me so much. I guess we could put a link to that in the show notes for sure. But yeah. you can find that if you just type in full focus planner, you'll find all sorts of cool stuff out there. It's Michael Hyatt, I believe it's his group. And they've uh, worked hard on a production system that allows you to you know, decide what your annual goals are and kind of break those into quarterly goals. And then you know, this month, what do I focus on? And really this week down to this day, and I've got that you know, down to the day. Uh, to make sure to remind me of some things that have to get done today yeah, or else I'm going to be really stressed. There's a million other things I could do, but if I don't do these, then it is going to cause some genuine stress I don't need. And so I do like the whole, you know, list, calendar, mm-hmm. reminder stuff to avoid stress. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have a family calendar that y'all use? We don't. We just communicate a okay. lot and text a lot. Um, okay. You know, once the kids started working, that got hard, but we realized, thankfully, most places... Uh, at least that they have worked, have apps where we can mm-hmm. check and see what they, what shift they have after school. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of communication going on from the schools. So as long as we as parents stay mm-hmm. up on that, it's easier. You know, there's always more mm-hmm. that comes along all of a sudden, especially this time of year with parties yeah, for and sure. whatever it may be. How do you handle the stress that you can't control? Stuff from outside 
stuff that lands on you heavy, a, a loss, you know, mm-hmm. like y'all are going through right now or situations you didn't plan for. I'll steal something from aviation. My favorite thing to reference. <laughs> yeah. In a crisis, you have an order to do things. Aviate, navigate, communicate. In other words, keep the plane flying, fly it in a safe direction, and then tell someone your intentions when you have time and are able. When things of that nature, a death close to you or you know, a loss close to you happens, I shrink. Mm-hmm. And I shut things down for a second and I go, all right, aviate to me is take care of William. Be alone. That helps me. I'm going to disappear for a little bit. I will get myself right, get myself back on track, and then I'll start to extend out to other people and try to check on them because I'm of no use if I'm broken and shut down. So when massive stress comes out of nowhere, I think it's very important to shut some systems down, pull away for a second, deal with the fire closest to the boat, and then start working outside of that. So if it's a loss, Mm -hmm. take care of yourself first, your spouse, your kids, start ballooning outside of that before you get back into work and things that you think you need to do. But there comes a time where certain issues take precedent over even work, for example. Mm -hmm. There's got to be another stressor that we can think of that would just plop down onto you. We're talking about the lighter stress up to this point, I think, you know, the procrastination, the stuff we bring on ourselves that is just like a daily hassle more than anything. And we call that stress. Mm -hmm. That is a form of stress. Yeah. But I think we all carry a heavier load that is waiting at any moment to uh, cause, like what you're saying, the need to shut down and say, I got to take care of myself Mm -hmm. for a minute. And it could be that these smaller daily stresses just get too much or something bigger does start to come along, like a change at work or in your relationships or at home, something that you didn't plan for. And all of a sudden, could be weekly or probably even daily where you're feeling like, I need to pull away and get my mind straight. Yeah. That happens around here. Sure. Oh, yeah. We get the news from all sorts of people of struggles they're having or, mm-hmm. you know, something unfortunate or, you know, that we, we know we're trusting God, say, God, we, we know this isn't in your hands, but this is hard news. And then you hear more hard news and right. this hard news and all of a sudden right. at work, you're just drained. Yeah. And you're walking home into a, a situation where maybe there's some more stress mm-hmm. and you're like, I got to pull away. I'm no good. Yeah. yeah, I think the pull away, that is key. And I don't think you realize you need it until it's almost too late sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, As a mom, um, you know, I'm primarily the one who's cleaning up. So sometimes when those stresses hit, like that's the stuff that goes. I walk into my house, I'm like, it is chaos. And now I feel like I am not biblically being the woman that I am supposed to be to make sure that my household is in order. Because it's not, because there's dishes and we've eaten Chick-fil-A three nights this week. And I mean, I know it's the Lord's chicken, but you can only eat so much (laughs) of it. And the laundry hasn't been done. So where are Parker's socks? So I think this almost goes back to what William said. When he is procrastinating, you choose to do those tasks. Sometimes when those big stressors hit me, I need to do those tasks. Mm -hmm. I need to feel that I have control of something. Mm -hmm. My mind is off of the big thing, but I am still accomplishing something. And so sometimes, even if you react the same way to a big stress and a minor stress, the result, I guess for me, is just, I can breathe just for a minute again Mm -hmm. because I was able to do something Mm -hmm. that was under my control. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, it does. Getting alone with the Lord, being in the Word yeah. is the ultimate. Yes. Uh, that will always be the best go-to to deal with stress. Yeah. All right. That being said, what are the other things that you can do that 
help you when you're stressed to kind of get back in the zone to where your perspective gets leveled out? So I'm an emotionless robot. Um, let me just <laughs> true. say that from the outset. So if there's something that's stressing me and it's within my realm of control, I'm going to do it. You know, that or I'm going to procrastinate and I'm just going to ignore it. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm going to choose something. I'm going to take control of it. You know, if something works stressing me, I just got to go do it. I might write it on my board for six weeks and then do it later, but I'm going to get it done. Um, but if it's one of these outside forces that I didn't see coming and I need that pull away, I have a couple of options. I will go to the gym on occasion, but I need to be alone. I need to put headphones mm-hmm. in and don't talk to me. You'll recognize my face. And it's one of those moments where you just need to leave William alone or you're going to get hurt or I'll go hunting. And even in that trip, it's just literally to sit alone mm-hmm. as far away from people as possible for a few hours. <laughs> but I have contingency on those. If pulling away is going to cause more stress in the situation, then it's probably something that I can control. I'm going to do it before I yeah. pull away. But if it's emotional or if it's something that I just simply am worrying about, but I have to wait on a response or an answer, then a pull away is necessary. And I can just go kill some time in the gym or on a run or in a deer stand. Those are yeah, surprise, but those are my go-tos. <laughs> I take a nap. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about sleep before and it's mm-hmm. one of my superpowers. And I really, I like when we say pull away and shut it down, I need to shut it down. And I don't mean a 15 minute catnap. I mean, I need two, three hours yeah. and just let me go. I'll wake up. It feels like it's a new day. But it's funny that we're talking about this. Yesterday, I needed a moment and my house looked like Christmas exploded, but fall was still there. Plus, we had a sonic birthday party. It was just a lot in my house. And then with the death of my uncle, I went home yesterday and I was like, I'm just going to sit. I turned on a Nate video mm-hmm. yes. and laughed mm-hmm. and then turned on a show on Netflix, ate lunch. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get something done. And my husband walked in and I was like, oh, are you home? <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes when you plan your pull away days, yeah. you need to tell people that you want to be by yourself. And I, I probably let him know that. I don't think I kept it a secret. Can you go in the other room? But oh, anyway, That's a great it was part just of a funny. Good marriage. Yeah, we, it was. We have to do that. But he understood. He went and picked up the kids and yeah. it was good. I was able to put our manger scene up, decorate our yeah. mantle. I felt better. Alone time is cute. Yeah. There's ways to enjoy time alone. It doesn't always have to be in the word. Right. Listening to praise music. All those are great. And yes. I'm when anxiety gets heavy, I mean, that is obviously the go-to praise music. Getting alone with the Lord, being mm-hmm. in the word. Uh, so there's some incredible verses to memorize, but I mean, I'm talking more like daily habits kind of, you know, mm-hmm. and it's great to have that daily wake up, get along with Jesus to keep that perspective, yes, a proper perspective of what to stress over and what not to stress over, what to do, what not to do. But then, you know, those pull away times, I've found that different hobbies help me. Mm-hmm. I've had a plethora of them, but mostly they involve antiques lately and restoration of things. And so I'll be working and fiddling with my hands and then I'll, I've found that I like prime series and stuff yeah. of historical dramas and stuff. And I'll get into those and I'll be so caught up with the show and just kind of playing, you know, fixing things with, with my hands. And all of a sudden I realize I've just checked out. You know, yeah. that's what I used to love about going to the movies and stuff. Every now and then you go to the movies and you forget all of life's mm-hmm. problems. I yeah. can be so stressed or something and then get caught up in this drama or this entertainment. And it's like, oh, I guess that's why entertainment yeah. is so popular because it just kind of does neutralize that stuff for a while. But you have to come back to it and deal with the real mm-hmm. world. And so it's still where being, you know, 
keep doing healthy things that yes. help deal with stress. Because, I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of unhealthy things people do mm-hmm. that help them numb themselves from dealing with stress. So hobbies can be dangerous. Too much me time can be dangerous. Getting caught up in Netflix can be detrimental. Yeah. But little pull aways to get that perspective. Yeah. Just, I'm amazed. I don't have that same thing going on with me, but I know my wife and Jennifer was just alluding to how for her too, like her house, you know, mm-hmm. Mandy will it's come big. in and say, our house is a complete mess. I'm like, yeah, it looks perfect. But she's seen it completely different eyes, you know, and there's a level of comfort and yes. peace that comes from having your household. I think that's important for kids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're talking about discipleship and training yeah, kids really to be great adults. Talked about our kids much either yeah. because I mean, that's a, that's a whole other side of yeah. it. Yeah. Taking care of yourself. The stress when we're under, it mm-hmm. rubs off on them it and then does. they have their own unique things that stress them. I see that in each one of my kids. Mm-hmm. Different things stress them out just as we all have individual unique ways we work through it. They do too. Yeah, it's very true. Well, I know we've kind of talked about this at least enough to wrap this one for now. We will come back, I believe, with a Christmas episode next. Anyway, uh, that's it from us right now. We're so glad you joined us. And please check back again with us. Until then, stay anchored. Steve Podcast Productions.